Hello and welcome back to the 32 podcast. I'm your host, Kate. It is February 2nd, the week of February 1st. I can't believe it's February. That's so crazy. Like January usually lasts for about three years. So it's kind of wild that I am sitting here. I'm in disbelief that it's a new month, but here we are. Happy love month. Happy Valentine's month. Um, I have a great, great conversation for you guys today. It's me and my friend, Lauren. We worked together at my previous job. Very close friends. Um, I do have two corrections to give you. Um, so before you hear that conversation, you'll hear my corrections from last week's stuff. And yeah, here's a quick word from our sponsor, and then we will get into that conversation. Thank you, Anchor, for sponsoring this show. And if you are a business that wants to sponsor this podcast, by all means, come talk to me. I'm here for it. <laughs> okay, so the two clarifications I have from last week, also three. So we still don't know why AJ McLean shaved his face. And I'm now a week away from sliding into his DMs to ask him because I, I just can't live with this, this unknown. Anyway, um, number one, the LSU Tiger Girls clarification. So I have done a little more research. It was not a Title IX problem. It was essentially LSU saying, we're not going to pay for you to go. During COVID, and they used COVID as, as an excuse so last season, they basically said, we, you know, will not support you going to nationals under the guise of COVID. But in reality, you know, they send their basketball and football teams and other teams, you know, to, to compete. So they, they were not fair to, to the girls, which is why they used the song like a boy and all that stuff. So it was not a title nine problem. It was just an LSU problem, but now they're national champs. Everyone knows their dance. If you haven't watched it, please do. It is so cool. It is every time I watch it, I'm just in such awe at how cool it is. It's, it's awesome. Clarification number two, Real Housewife of Salt Lake City, Jenny, I think it's Wynn. She's Ty. I'm not sure. You know, people pronounce it differently, but Jenny Wynn, the things that she said in her deleted posts that now she's off the show for were not only, you know, inappropriate, but she went so far to talk about the riots and all the things happening in like the spring summer of 2020. And she went very far in those posts. I did see some of them, unfortunately. And I heard what she said. And essentially she said that, you know, rioters should be killed and all of those things, just horrible things. So I understood why she was dismissed from the show last week, but now I certainly understand more. She has since apologized for her statement. However, she is coming back with, I'm not going to, Let me hang on. Let me rephrase. So parts of her statements and posts and all of that that were posted were political and then her personal beliefs and then all of these disgusting comments. So she apologized for the disgusting comments, but she also said, I'm not going to apologize for, you know, my um, participation in a political party, which I don't know that anyone called for that necessarily. I can understand, you know people who would not like her comments and then not like the political party she's associated with, but she is essentially not backing down quote unquote on that side of her um, posts, which, okay, that's her choice. Either way, she's off the show. So no more Jenny, um, which I stopped watching real housewives like at least a month ago. Cause I got so bored with these women, only the salt Lake women, not any, I love the other shows, but this, storyline was just atrocious and didn't 
really attract me. So I'm no longer watching it. Anyway, now that I have clarified all that I can clarify, here's my conversation with Lauren and I love you all. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the 32 podcast. Hi, lover. I miss you. (laughs) I'm so happy that you're here. This is just like such sunshine. This is the best day ever. Honestly, I've been excited to do this. I've been excited to talk to you and catch up because it's been a while. I know. We have a few pop culture things to talk about that I think are important. I sent you. Yes. Yeah. I, I was, you were actually like, the reason why I know anything these days because my toddler doesn't let me watch TV. So oh, you're like up Coco Melon's butt. Oh my God, Coco Melon, Bluey, like you name it. I know it. I know the songs, a lot of the episodes by heart. Oh, wow. Oh, it's a good time. That's intense. Mm-hmm. But at least she's, is she learning good things? She is. Yeah. She learns a lot of great things. I feel like her dad is her dad. So she's right. learning like math and planets and. Oh yeah. Lauren, Lauren is married to a physician and they have a three-year-old daughter and both of you are incredibly smart people. Oh my God. So like, but this kid had really high expectations, like coming out of the womb, you know, like huge. Huge. It's kind of amazing. She didn't come out of the womb with an abacus in her hand. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Yes, it's true. Her, her, her father is a lot more intense than I am. I try to remind him that she's still little like she's still a baby maybe give right. her in. you right. know like she's not gonna know but she she knows how to do like an assessment you're kidding like, me at the scope like looks in your eyes with does the she little... watch doc mcstuffins she watches and she goes i have yeah. a diagnosis mom yes my older niece was obsessed with doc mcstuffins <laughs> it's so cute <laughs> they learn funny stuff and when they apply it like correctly like that's when you're like yes like they learn something yeah i'll Good. never I'll never forget this and she'll probably change her mind, but the audience knows I have two nieces, but the older one is in first grade kindergarten. How? No, she's in kindergarten. How? And, um, born Kate. She was just born. I know it's, it's so upsetting, but when she graduated last year, her kindergarten graduation, no, she's in first grade. I don't know. She's, she's an age. They do, they do graduation for pre, for pre-K. Yeah, but I don't remember. But she's she's six. She's six. Okay, okay so um, maybe maybe yeah. I looked at her and I was like, actually, I don't. She won't remember this, obviously. But our when she was born, our first conversation was like, "What are you going to be when you grow up? Like, what do you want to do?" Like, she won't remember this, obviously. I could cry, but I asked her at her like little like dinner, like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" Because you know, at the time she was five. Like, what do you want to be? She goes, "I want to be a nurse so I can work with you." Oh. Oh my I'm God. telling you, I could have sobbed. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like I, so I was emotional. Yes. I was emotional. He wants to be like you. And I looked at her and I was like, what? She's like, yeah. And I was like, I got to work for another 15 years until you get your license. Until you get your license. And she was like, yeah. And oh, my like, oh my God. <laughs> you'll have the best preceptor like in the land. <laughs> That's going to be amazing. I was 25 when she was born. So theoretically, I'll be 47 if she goes to a four-year school and gets her. Not bad. That's not, that's not bad. I think it's doable, actually. I mean, she's going to change her mind a million times about what she wants to be. But I was like, <laughs> job security doesn't matter to you when you're six. But let me tell you, it's going to matter when you're 22. 100 times, yes. But like yes. I, she, but Doc McStuffins is her inspiration. 
100%. They love all of that stuff. Yeah. They learn a lot from all of these and a lot of them have a good message. So I let her watch a little bit. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's good for our mental health too. Yeah. And I think Doc McStuffins is a very inclusive show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Lauren and I know each other because we were both nurses oh, and we yeah. worked together for a while mm-hmm. at my last job before we moved to where we live now. I know. It was like a magical time. It was, it was a good a- crew that we worked with. It really was. I feel like there's always just like that. Um, what is it? It's just always like those seasons where you have mm-hmm. just a magical few that you're like excited to see, excited to talk to. Yeah. I feel like we went through some major events. Yeah. Seeing you and I like having our boyfriends propose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. wedding planning. Wedding book. <laughs> oh my God. Wedding planning. I don't think anyone suffered planning a wedding. Like the, both you and I suffered. It was, it was brutal. Yeah. I, I'm surprised that we, we made it through wedding. I wedding. know. <laughs> like we're we both, made it. we're both we, sitting here married women. We are married. Still. And like, literally it is, it is the most beautiful thing. I remember walking into the unit and being like, okay, I'm going to find Kate because I have some shit. I have some things that she needs to know. Mm-hmm. And then I would come to you and you would be like, well, I have some shit. And, like, oh my God. and we both would sit there and literally like, just like hash it out and be like, mm-hmm. okay, what are we going to do? We have a plan. Let's go see what's going to happen. And, and yeah. somehow it all worked out. It all works out. It you does. know, you can't, and at the moment it feels like it's not going to, but it does. No. And I think And for those of listeners who have planned a wedding or are planning a wedding, I feel like my experience planning a wedding, especially the latter half was stressful because I had to deal with a hurricane Oh, and I had to deal with, um, you know, they say that weddings and funerals bring out the best and the worst in people. (laughs) And I feel like I got a lot of that. Oh yeah. You know, including, including my own self. Like, oh, yeah. let's, like, I recall I got married in the Catholic church. You were there. Yes. And, um, it was beautiful. I could not like set a date before I met with a priest right. and the woman at the church office was like, I can't give you any dates that are available until you meet with the priest, which is typical. Like, that's fine. But it took me two weeks to sit down with our priest. Right. And she acted like she didn't even know. Of, like what a calendar was like I was like can you give me like a range of no I can't no range of dates no availability nothing so and then I, meet, I meet with our priest after this two weeks of like going to see venues and like being like when do you want to get married well actually I don't know oh because I wanted to book my church obviously before I booked another venue because our church was more important 100 percent. and then I meet with our priest father john he was lovely oh. who side note is no longer a priest really yes he left the priesthood you You know you know what's funny i told paul we had to get married again and he believed me for like two weeks (laughs) (laughs) he's probably like oh shit we're gonna have to go through this again he was like what i was like yeah our priest it's called so you're bound to the church as a priest right so you become you get unraveled when Uh you don't when you like leave the priesthood i i the rumor was that he left for a woman (gasps) He was in his 60s, which like, you know what? 
he's still a very religious man. He was, it was, there was never any like malintent in his leave. Like that, that's okay. Okay. Whatever. But he, Paul believed me for a while that we had to get remarried. So scary. I was like, our, our marriage is not like our priest isn't a priest. In no. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, and I remember I called my godmother because my godmother was a nun. Oh. And I said, I said, Aunt Grace, like, what the hell? She's like, you don't have to get remarried. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And I was like, all right. I didn't think so. But she, and I, she was like, no, it's always the rumor that they're leaving for a woman, but he may just not want to be a priest anymore. And I was like, yeah, okay, fine, whatever. But then he was like, you really don't want to get married again. Right. And I was like, I cannot possibly do it again. Oh. No. I'll so anyway. So anyway, when we met with father John mm-hmm. and then I called the registrar church lady and she goes, what date do you want? Oh, I was like, as in they're all available. Like all of a sudden the calendar appeared. As in you put me through the suffering for two weeks when I could just choose my day. Yeah. I blocked out an entire six weeks until I <laughs> saw my, <laughs> until I saw my venues. <laughs> I want to get married every day for these six weeks. I was like, block out every Saturday at one o'clock until I meet with my places. Okay, perfect. And then, yeah, yeah you got it. And then, yeah. Yeah. We, and that was a beautiful wedding. Thank you very much. You know what? I've recently seen on TikTok that black and white weddings are very in right now. Oh, we were in before you went. And I did that five years ago. Honey. Trendsetter. Just so you know. And we still do a side part. Oh, I'm never, I look ridiculous with a middle part. part. I look like an ass crack. Horrible. I would never. (laughs) I would never. There's just something there's just like a je ne sais quoi about a side part that like is a little mysterious, a little whimsical, a little romantic. Totally. Sexy. A middle part is so, Ugh. is so like Bad. harsh and like people with middle parts just look like they have a little more RBF than the side part bitches. That's what I'm going to say. Just saying. But yeah. Planning our weddings at the same time was fun, but rough. It was fun, but it was Lauren fun. and I became official friends because she liked my nail polish color. <laughs> Oh, I loved your nail polish. And I liked your centerpieces. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Would you want to, do you want to tell the audience this story? This is my favorite. Oh my God. So she had beautiful centerpieces. Some of them were super tall and like luxurious and beautiful. And some of them were kind of on the smaller, you know, like smaller, like the lower ones, end. Yeah. Lower ones. And I was, I, I was just eyeing it. It was so beautiful. And I was like, oh my God, this arrangement is mine right? Like I'm, I'm Colombian. Like, and I, for some reason, I remember when I was younger going to parties, like quinceañeras, weddings, and like they give out these centerpieces. <laughs> so I've had a couple of tequila shots with Papa. Oh gosh. My dad took shots with everyone. And my venue didn't even offer shots. Let me tell you something. He was amazing. He was cool. like, Shots. Let's go. I was like, let's do it. So I was going and I was doing like tequila shots and I was drinking dirty martinis all night, Oof. all night. Oof. So all of a sudden the lights are starting to come on and everyone's like, okay, everyone's saying bye, say bye. I love everybody. And I'm like, oh, wait a minute. The centerpiece is still available. <laughs> <laughs> so I grab a centerpiece and I book it out of the wedding with Andrea. Andrea's like, I don't think we're supposed to be taking these. I'm like, yes, we can take them. Obviously right? So we're in the car. I have my centerpiece. I'm making sure the water doesn't spill in the car, like the whole thing. I get home. I put it on my table and I pass out dead because I was so drunk. 
And in the morning, Zadie looks at me and he's like, oh my God, he's like, we have such nice flowers on the table. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. And I get this like overwhelming, like sinking feeling like, oh my God, I don't know if I was supposed to take that. Do they need the vase back? I was like, I need to text Kate. And I like peek into my dining room and I was like, oh my God, it's there. And it was beautiful <laughs> still. I was like, oh my God, I'm so happy I took it. But oh my God, was I supposed to take it? So I texted you and I, I was like, I have to tell you something. <laughs> I was like, please ask the florist if she needs the base back. No, my florist was like, this happens all the time. Oh my God, I love her. I do, I do think that that's, probably is still relatively common practice. Right? I would think so. Because my mom had said the same thing. She's like, oh no, that's, that's pretty usual. But if anyone, if anyone listening is planning a wedding, I had tall vases of baby's breath only cheap as cheap as hell. Beautiful. And it's beautiful. And I had loads of baby's breath and English garden roses. Oh, they were so gorgeous. Thank you. But Flowers is one of the things I really didn't want to spend a ton of money on because I don't know, like my, my wedding was not going to be like floral focused, you know, like, but it, I think because the venue was so beautiful. Like I got married at a warehouse in New York. Yes. Oh, beautiful. Your, your venue was amazing. But I I feel like I had to soften it with flowers and that's why I did a lot. Well, you got married in like a old like brick industrial where like yes you needed to yeah the, to braid it up with flowers yeah flowers were, were necessary for that venue your flowers were beautiful you, your arch was gorgeous oh the arch was a good one i, I made them i was like that arch is necessary mm-hmm. to come inside because we got married outside right like mm-hmm. like it was what like a promenade and you could see like the statue of liberty and stuff you could and liberty warehouse right liberty warehouse yeah, yeah. and um and we, I was like, you need to bring that arch inside. And the girl was like, I don't think we can. I was like, no, but you have to. <laughs> they were like, but your reception. And like, I don't think that, I was like, no, no. I was like, we have to do it because it has to be behind us when we're like taking pictures and stuff and eating. Like I have to use that arch again. Like there's no way that I can just leave it outside. Right. So they, they made that happen for me, thankfully. You know what? Wedding planners, I realize it's a hard job. Alex was a wedding planner for a long time. Uh-huh. but they do you right. They really do. Like I had a great wedding planner. There was one kerfuffle with like a car that wasn't in the right spot, which whatever, fine. Right. But otherwise, like my, <laughs> my wedding, my, so for the audience, I wore a big ball gown for my wedding. Yeah, big, fucking so big, big fucking dress. Oh, it was beautiful. It, um, it relaxed throughout the day. <laughs> And I didn't have straps. So at one point I asked my wedding planner to like pin me into it. Yeah. And she poked herself. So her blood is literally in my dress. In your dress. I have blood, sweat, and tears. And I had a fingernail because Alex pulled my back, the back of my dress up and her press on fell out. And she did. (laughs) (laughs) When I took my dress off, it fell on the floor. (laughs) Oh my God. That's hysterical. So you had nails, blood, sweat, blood, sweat, tears, nails, dirt. My tears for sure. She she got cleaned. I recently sent her, um, David's bridal has like a mail-in service that you can send your dress. I need to do that. I don't even know where mine is. It's probably in your closet. 
definitely in a closet. It's somewhere. It's shoved. Yeah. It is definitely somewhere. Princess was shoved in a box for four years. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I packaged it up. I packaged it up. I fuck with Paul so bad. It's so mean of me, but whatever. Um, I was, it was sitting in the box. He's like, what size? I said, it's my wedding dress. He goes, oh, I said, I'm giving it to someone in need. Oh. And he was like, he looked at me like, that's so lovely, but also what? What? (laughs) Yeah. Because that was like your bait. You found that you wanted that dress and you found it. Like you had a vision and and you got it. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, are you sure? (laughs) Are you sure you want to do that? And I was like, no, I'm joking, which was probably a bad joke. Like that's rude, but I want to, and for the audience who's like, you're an asshole, like whatever. I want to keep my dress because I would like to use a piece of it for a christening gown. If we ever have kids. Yes. Or like, even like, you never know, like styles are always evolving and changing, but they always know. And I feel like one of our, one of our kids is going to be like, mom, I want to wear that or like rip it up and like put it in your dress somehow. Like Sai, I would love it if she yeah, like use a piece of it. Something you know, yeah, with yeah. my dress in there, that would be so touching. But he he believed me. I, I guess I'm just very convincing. I don't know. You are like, dude, I'm messing with you constantly. Your stories, your storytelling, and your conversation is always epic. So I, I oh, do well, believe. Thank, thank you very much. That's Welcome cool. to the Thirty Two Podcast. That's what we do. Oh. We fuck with my husband. <laughs> Amazing. I'm obsessed. <laughs> do you still have the vase that those flowers were in? It's a possibility. You probably do. It was one of those like low, like globe vases. Yes. Very versatile. Very versatile. Oh, so good. I have, I have like three of them. <laughs> not all, not all arrangements that I've stolen. <laughs> I had but. a few, I had a few Bridezilla moments, but the one that I, one that I recall pretty well is when my florist told me that peonies were going to be out of season. And I said, can we make them in season? We, like, how do we make that happen? It's like, no, you can't germinate a flower when it won't grow. When it was <laughs> okay, <laughs> if you say so, but I'm sure there's a way. Because peonies, sure. you know, they're they're so bulbous and beautiful, and some of them have the um, uh, black seeds inside. So it would have been that was my bouquet. Way. Yeah. Yes, you had. Yes, you had peonies, but you got married yes. in May. I got married in September. Yes, May yeah. was the way to go. Yes, peonies. I, I, I was peonies. so excited. more delicious. Like I wanted a big fluffy arrangement yep. for my yep. but I was like we can't get a peony in September yeah like, like hook it up no one no one grows them like whatever it's fine it's fine my wedding was is beautiful nonetheless it was perfect I liked my English garden roses they're very they were bulbous too they were beautiful I stole I stole them they were <laughs> like that you don't even oh. have to worry about about whether or not like they were perfect and I stole thank them you. they were so beautiful thank you it, I'll do it again Oh, well, we're going to have a party every 10 years. Perfect. So we have about five and a half years told that you can steal another vase from me. Okay, good. <laughs> and that can fit me at like the tall vase, like the tall arrangement. Because <laughs> of versatility in your... <laughs> like, excuse me, hi, can you help me take this Well, no, those out? tall vases were actually long holders with a bowl on the top. I, they were amazing. They, so were- they, weren't, they weren't like stemmed through the long vase. No, they were, yes, I remember there was like water in there. It was like a whole situation. Yeah, it was. Beautiful. The whole situation. Oh. One here, funny story, and then we can talk about the pop culture of the week. Yes. We can just, this could be a wedding show. I really don't care. But oh, so. um, when we, you know how everyone was introduced to everybody by the Backstreet Boys? Yes. I was, t- it's my, it's my yes. jam, obviously, the podcast. I can't listen to a Backstreet Boys song 
without thinking about you. That is my goal in life. Thank you very much. That is 100% it. (laughs) My, I was telling my dad and I had lunch with my mom and dad, like two weeks before my wedding, maybe a week before I had met with the DJ and my dad was like, well, how come I can't get my own introduction song? And I said, okay, what, what song do you want? Cause he's big into Bruce Springsteen, big into the like good bands. I was like, what do you got? Do you know what this man said to me? No. <laughs> he wanted to be introduced to the national anthem. No. <laughs> That's like eagles. And, and my like, mom looked at him like, who are you? to do that (laughs) hysterical and I was like are you gonna make a stand up and say the pledge of allegiance too he's adorable he was so mad when I told him no he was like I'm paying for this wedding which thank I'm very grateful that I that my parents paid for it whatever all all of those things yes yes I can't choose my own song my mom's like you're gonna look like an asshole (laughs) (laughs) and I can picture this conversation though oh it totally happened I think I think he mentioned carrying an American flag. It is not a time to be a patriot, okay? He's adorable. Like, really? Like, oh. Oh, he's adorable. And his speech for you. Oh, I know. It was lovely. It was truly lovely. Yeah. Sweet. My dad's speech, I still have it. I'm like, no, it it just, it guts me. Sweetest. They're the sweetest. It's like, like the love they have for their girls is, is like incomparable. It's awesome. It's what? I mean, it's. They're so yeah. good. Unconditional. Yeah. Unconditional. Literally. You can yeah. do anything. They're like, nope. They're, They'd they're still so visit funny. me in prison if I murdered someone. Oh, 100%. Yeah. My dad would help me. <laughs> You're like, no, for sure. Like, for sure. Who are we taking down? We're doing this yeah. together. Yeah. You go, I go. I agree. I agree. Oh, yeah. I love so, it. Yeah. We, uh, we came up together, as they say. <sighs> I know. It's wild. It's wild that we're so old. We are. And it's been so long. I feel like it was just yesterday. Truly, truly, it feels that way. Like a second ago. That's what it feels like. I feel like, you know, love in the time of cholera with COVID, but like, you know, 2020 to now feels like my span of time is disturbed somehow. Yes. I think the only reason why I know how many years have gone by is because my kid was one. Yes, immediately. Like she was one. Literally, like we celebrated her birthday and we shut down the very next weekend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. I don't know how we didn't have like a super spreader event because there were a lot of people there. And well, we we were in Florida, and I don't know that it was bad in Florida. No, then, and most of your party was outside. You you were cool before you even knew. See, oh my God, trend trendsetter, honey. So yeah, I. I just, that's how I know. I'm like, oh my God, it's, she's going to be three that's in, wild. in 18 days. No. Yeah. No. I, and, and yet we have an age today. No. I need Thank to, God. I need to do more skincare something or other today. Or do people still want to look like a glazed donut? Um, I think always a little, a little shine is good. A little I feel dip. like I, I took that direction a little too literally and like looked like I ate too many glazed donuts (laughs) and when really it's just like moisturizing your face but like okay so delight no I feel like I I try to do it Mm. I stopped my skin I had like a whole routine for skincare oh you did yes I will say that my skin looked great I like I went for a facial and my girl was like 
whatever you're doing with your skin, your skin is very happy with it. I was like, really? Okay. Thank you. And then like, I had a couple surgeries and like things going on and I just kind of stopped because it, it is a little time consuming. And my husband would be like, what are you still doing in the bathroom? Like, why are you still, <laughs> why don't you come to bed? I'm like, I'm doing my skincare. How many steps was your skincare routine? I feel like I had to watch, like some days, like once a week, I would exfoliate mm-hmm. and then I would wash. And then it's like the serum, like you do like the, the lighter the ones, toner. First, right? mm-hmm. the toner, the serum. Um, and then like, it depends. Like some days I would do like a retinol or, and some days I would do just like a really deep moisturizer, but it would just take me. And then like my eye stuff, like my eye cream. And so, and you know, I take my time. You know what I have done recently? Actually the last couple of years, I put eye serum on where my 11s would be and my laugh lines. And? I don't have 11s. No, you really don't. Well, I'm also on one of those medications that recently came on that was like, oh, this medicine's anti-aging. Like my mitochondria is younger than my, you know, other cells, other things in my cell. That sounds amazing. I would like that. Well, I'm on, I've been on metformin for 20 years, but now they're saying it's anti-aging somehow. That's fantastic. I know. So really my skin is still in their twenties. I mean, your skin is always beautiful. Thank you. You Thank you very much. I do. Sometimes I'm just so tired and like, okay. I don't have kids. My husband travels like blah, blah, blah. I know, but I, and I have had this argument with people who have kids. People who don't have kids can still be tired. Of course they can. People who have kids don't have to like diminish someone else's exhaustion. I agree. You know, like. That's very good with that. I can remember being single without children and having mothers be like, well, just wait till you have kids. And I'm like, well, bitch, I'm tired. (laughs) Like. Your level of tired does not negate my tired. Exactly. We can all be tired. We can all be exhausted <laughs> together. Let's all take a goddamn nap. Exhaustion does not discriminate. Agree. Men, women, children, all races, all other genders, if you are so inclined, all um, careers, everyone's tired. Mm-hmm. You know, except for your mom. Your mom is very vibrant. <laughs> My mom has more energy than my toddler. And that says a lot because she doesn't stop. Like I, if I could have like, just a, like a whisper of her energy, like if she could okay. just blow, like blow it my way, just like just a, a breath little, of energy. Yeah. The breath of her energy. I would be like set. I am on a secret mission. And since Paul does not listen to this podcast, he won't hear my mission because <laughs> it's a secret. He's going to surprise you one day. I want to be the person who goes to bed at 10. Oh. Like I, I am every week I'm going to bed 15 minutes earlier. Oh, good job. Yes. Like I'm currently I'm in bed by 11. Oh, good. Next week I'm going to be in bed by 1045. That's fantastic. Week after that, I'm going to be in bed by 1030. And I'm slowly going to acclimate him to my, like my moves here. Okay. I go to bed at 10 and it's not like, oh my God, it's so early. You know, but does he notice that you're like, does he notice that? Oh, it's a little bit earlier than normal. I've been a little crabby lately. So I don't, I think he's like, yes, go to bed. Bye. See you later. Goodbye. But he doesn't go to bed with you. He stays up. and Sometimes not. Some Like on the days that I work the next uh-huh. day, he wants to watch more TV. So he doesn't. Okay. But then on the days that like, I don't have to work the next day, I could let him watch TV like in our room. Okay. So that he's there. Cause I fall asleep better when he's there. Oh, a hundred percent. Just like, okay. you know, 
another human is there, not like because it's comforting, you know. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I get it. But like that's my mission to be the person who goes to bed at ten. That's beautiful. Because I wake up at six for work, so I could get eight hours. Oh, that's a solid. That's a solid amount of sleep, and that yeah. really makes such a difference. I really think part of my issue with my exhaustion right now is like like physically. <clears throat> excuse me, is that I'm staying up too late in like my blue light and my like exposure. And like, I'm not turning my brain off soon enough to like hit the pillow and sleep. I agree. You know, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. I yeah. went to the doctor's office and I told her, I was like, I have like an insane amount of fatigue and she's mm-hmm. looking at me and I'm like, I'm just like chronically exhausted. I can sleep like a good amount of sleep, like deep sleep. Cause I, I sleep like a bear Yeah. and I wake up and I'm still tired. Like yeah. I could go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, what time are you going to sleep? And I was like, Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> and she's like, well, what time? And I was like, I don't know, like 12, <laughs> 12, maybe 1230. And really like, it's like almost one someday. And you have to get up at six for, for, for Soraya. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, like I am, going to sleep so late because I'm enjoying that like quiet mm-hmm. stillness of the night. You know, like when you're like at home and it's, you're, it's everything is still and quiet and no one's calling you. Or There's no pumps beeping or alarms or people alarms. screaming. Yes. Oh, people harassing your life. And mm-hmm. you know, like the stove is off, like lights are down and you're just kind of like, yes, like I like this. Mm-hmm. And so I've been enjoying that a little too much. And then that's why I'm so tired. So she's like, why don't you try going to bed early? So the fact that you're telling me that you're doing 15 minutes earlier, every single day, week, think, week. Oh, week, every week, yeah. every week, I have to I, acclimate Paul. How do you boil a frog? You put them in cold water first. Oh my God. <laughs> so I feel like that's a very good idea. And I think I might do the same because Saya goes to sleep at seven. Mm-hmm maybe eight. Mm-hmm. And so I think that I could probably sneak in like a good hour and a half of just like that relaxing time mm-hmm. and then just go to bed. Cause 10 o'clock is a good time, I think. And I like, and I full well know that like, if we have kids one day, I would be the parent who wanted to go to bed at eight 30 mm-hmm. because they're, they're sleeping and I'm exhausted, you know? Like, so like, but I, I can't go from going to bed at 12 to going to bed at eight 30. No, you won't. Although, and I don't want to waste my days off. I don't want to waste my days off anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Sleeping in, right, in the morning. Yeah, but if I go to bed, let's say like last night, I didn't. I don't work today, obviously, because I'm here with you. Bless. Yeah. Um, yeah. I went to sleep. I got in bed at ten thirty, ten forty-five. Probably asleep by eleven. I woke up at nine. Nice. I got ten hours. Like I feel pretty good today. That's fantastic. You know, like it's. Yeah. But if I didn't care when I went to sleep and then didn't set an alarm to wake up, who knows when I'd get up? Oh. Like I worked nights for eight years. My sleep is deranged. Oh, 100%. I'm hardwired to stay in bed. Like, <laughs> I don't know how you did it for that long. Working I know. Is no easy feat. So it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. And I used to sleep all day, all day. Right. All day you'd sleep. And so like my, I'm, I have eight and a half years of programming to tell me to stay in bed. Yes. I have to oh, fight it. Yes. Every day I wake up for work. Like I worked three in a row last week. I woke up like, okay, two more wake ups. Like I can do it. And then, and then, and then on my second day I woke up. I was like, okay, one more wake up. Almost done. Almost done. 
this last round of COVID, I worked like five, six days in a row. I don't know who that person was. That was adrenaline. That's what that was. You are stronger than me. I could never, I stopped doing three days in a row a long time ago. I remember I did three days in a row one time in in the ICU in New York and I came home. I ate breakfast, took a shower. I went to sleep at like 10 a.m., right? Like maybe 9.45, 10. I woke up at like 1.30 a.m. I've done that. Mm -hmm. I've done that. I woke up because I had to pee. Yeah. I went pee. I went back to sleep. Mm -hmm. And I woke up the next morning. Yeah. At like 11. And I remember waking up and being like, what day is it? Is it I'm in Jumanji? What year is it? What year is it? What day is it? And my parents were like, we had to come in and check on you because you like just kept going and they didn't wake me up. I didn't eat Mm -hmm. like nothing. I just, I literally, I got up to pee and that was it. And I slept for almost, what was that? Almost 24 hours. Right. I did that one time when I was, oh God, I was a, was I a baby nurse? I was single. So like, let's say it's 2014. Yes. I came home. I fell asleep at like 8.30 in my scrubs, in my sneakers, face down on the couch. Stop. I woke up oh. at 1.30 in the morning and my apartment was dark. Dark. And I was like, what? what Who, when, where, why? I was like, oh my God. I took my shoes off and then went back to sleep until 6 a.m. Wild. Wild. It's wild. I, it, it's yeah. Like everyone's tired. Everyone's. I know. I get it, babe. But I today I feel slightly refreshed. I'm happy. I'm also on a bit of an experiment to only have one cup of caffeinated coffee a day. Oh, good job. Because How's I feel like now? it's okay. It's, <clears throat> excuse me. I'll have sometimes like a decaf on like my days off. Okay. In the afternoon. Not that I hit a slump, but like I enjoy like the kinetics of drinking coffee like yes. holding the cup, it's warm liquid, it's soothing. Like there's a social component to coffee. Like, yes. you know, like I like seeing the baristas, whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, I like to pick my cup, like, you know, the whole thing. So it's, it's nice to just have something to like drink, you know, Agreed. that's not water. Or I agree. You know, I am very jealous of coffee drinkers. You are. <laughs> Because you guys have like, it's like a, like a whole vibe. It's like a language, right? Like you guys go to Starbucks and you're like, I want a grande, you know, hot. Uh, I don't even know, like caramel macchiato. Yeah, with I, I want a grande. Like there's pump. 17 words here. Yeah. And sugar or no sugar. And there's different kinds of milk and like, there's like a whole like situation and yeah. I, I sit there and I'm like, what? I'm like, I would just like a green tea, you know? Cause I, I don't drink coffee. And like when people are like, let's go out for coffee. I'm like, Oh, like I'll have a hot chocolate or I'll have like an Earl gray, which I feel kind of like, Do you not like the taste of coffee. I think it tastes awful. I think it <laughs> smells delicious mm-hmm. and I think it tastes awful. And my parents are Colombian. I am Colombian. Correct. I, I think that must be the biggest disappointment. I think they tried giving me coffee when I was little and I would spit it out. What if, okay, let's think, okay, let's do an experiment. What if we went to a place that's exclusively had Colombian roasted beans? Oh, okay. And we could like, to use a word in nursing, like titrate your flavor profile to things that you like. Titrate means to like fix and change. 
Okay. Okay. We can do that. There has to be a coffee place near you that has like Colombian beans. There has to be. Honestly, the beans of your people. Oh, 100%. Maybe that'll like spark the interest. It'll be like, zing. I remember saying he's a huge coffee drinker and he likes that sweet stuff. Right. So he like gave me, he's like, you know what? You're going to like a gingerbread latte. You're going to. Okay. Okay. I'll try it. It was like winter, Mm -hmm. New York city. It was probably a little bit snowy outside. Oh God, like, I yeah. love, I thank you for the setting. This is gorgeous. Isn't it? So I feel like Brooklyn, like it was just perfect. So we went in, he gets me, he's like, I'm going to get you a, like a small, what's a small? Cause they don't call a, it small. A, a tall. A tall. So he's like, I'm going to get you a tall gingerbread latte. Fine. So I get this latte and, and he was right. It was, deli- it was delicious. And I was like, wow, this tastes really nice. Like, I think I can drink this, right? So I'm like drinking it. It was so sweet though. After like a couple of sips. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Sweet. So I was drinking it, whatever we get home. I like do a bunch of stuff. And like an hour later, Kate, I start like shaking. <gasps> oh no. Like, oh, I was like, I really don't feel good. And oh no. I was like, I don't know. I was like, my stomach hurts. I felt like I was going to throw up. I literally, my body got caffeine toxic. My body was having a reaction to this gingerbread latte. And from then on, I was like, it was delicious, but never again, because I felt awful. So like what happened to you? There's a, there's a phenomenon. I think it's called caffeine toxicity. Is that what it is? Maybe not toxicity is work, but like caffeine, not overdose, but like your body's having a visceral reaction to the caffeine. Yes. So caffeine, not only is it a stimulant, it's a, it's a natural diuretic. So you are stimulating your sympathetic nervous system while you dehydrate yourself. Right. So you were probably dehydrated, probably going into this latte. Plus the sugar, you got a sugar high and then a sugar crash. Oh. This, yes. this was a terrible experiment for him to play on you. a terrible thing for me. Yes, I know. I need to do better. And my girlfriend, Elaine, was like, listen, she's like, you need some coffee. She's like, coffee's going to change your life. And I was like, listen, I drink some tea, like the but warm. But caffeine. Yeah. Yes. And I told her, I was like, it works for me. It doesn't give me like the jitters. I feel really good. And you're right. Holding that warm mug in the morning. It's so cathartic. There is something so delicious about it. Like you just like the first hot sip. Oh, it's like the best. You could do like a chai tea latte at Starbucks. You could do a medicine ball. They have tons of medicine ball. It's like herbal tea, half lemonade, uh, honey. It's like when your throat hurts. Oh, interesting. Like a hot potty. Yeah. Without the, without the whiskey. Yeah. Without the good stuff. (laughs) Like this, let's make this medicine ball Irish, shall we? Yes, let's do it. Yeah. All right. So I think maybe like once a month, if you can think of a good drink. Yeah. I'll just- suggest some to you. Cause Lauren in her history, I've always got a venti something or other to go to work, like iced coffee. Yeah. And you've always told me like that I look so cool, which like first you of all, do. Thank you. and thank you know why you, you know why else you look so cool with an iced coffee? Because you do the swirl. I do. <laughs> And I'm so jealous because you gotta I just hold the top and shake it. I want to do that. I want to have a drink that's so big, and like it's a little bit watery on the top, and you just swirl it to like. You know what you should try? You should try the Starbucks refreshers. Are they really sweet? They're sweet, but I wouldn't call them overly sweet. But but they're they're not tea. They're 
their green coffee. Oh. It's from the bean before it's roasted. That's fantastic. All right. Yeah. I'm going to try it. It's very good. There's a, there's a mango. No, it comes iced. You, sh- you can shake it. That's fantastic. And it's pink. It's like bright ass pink. That's fantastic. We're doing so on brand for us in the spring. I'm going to try it. The mango dragon fruit one is very purple, like questionably 32 pod purple. <laughs> Perhaps it'll be like the official drink of the podcast. The official drink of 32. I need sponsors. Maybe Starbucks will help me. I mean, Starbucks. Make me a drink that I like. And that doesn't make me feel bad. <laughs> that doesn't make me want to like throw up and shit my pants at the same time. <laughs> yes. Like, All of love. We have an evacuation situation. <laughs> an evacuation. Something's going to happen. She's going to blow. <laughs> I can't. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I love you. So just to, I love you. Just to review the Mm -hmm. pop culture news of the week. Hang on. Where's my app here? Low budget pod. Let's see. Most of the stuff I sent you was from E! News. So, but first of all, Rihanna's pregnant. Oh my God. With ASAP Rocky. I, I love this for them. I, I, too. I think that they knew each other for a long time. They're right? so in love. They really are. And I think that this is, might be like something with longevity because that's really what I'm looking for these days. It's just something that lasts. I couldn't agree more. Because everything doesn't last anymore. And that to me is very sad. And so when I saw this, I was like, oh my God, that's adorable. And she looks gorgeous. She looks amazing. I, oh. I don't buy any of her products. Like I haven't, I've never used Fenty. I, I would. Mean, like oh if, my God, online, the primer. I got a primer from her once and it's really good. Oh, I and, like her, and her clothing line is great. Taylor Swift wears her stuff. Like and I tell you, her lingerie is really hot. Really? Yeah. I haven't bought it, but I was looking and I was like, oh, okay. I, I mean, I can totally get down with this. Rihanna has not released music in however long. No one cares. No one. We love her. We do love her. And if she released, if she did release, we would be there for it. No, 100%. Do you have a favorite Rihanna song? Oh, you know what? My mom, I'll tell my mom has one and it's, um, my mom likes work. Oh my God. That's my favorite Rihanna song. That's so funny. My mother will get down to work, 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 work. You know why that's my favorite song? That came out when Paul and I were first dating and I would go, Paul, 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 Paul. I love, can I tell you her very first, like, if it's loving that you want, you should make me your girl. That I've never first. heard that. I don't know that I've heard that. Oh, song. that Ponder was- Replay? That's not Ponder Replay. No, it was her very, I, it was one of her very first songs. Oh. If it's loving that you need, baby, come and share my world. Oh, I have heard okay. that. I have heard that. Yes. Oh my God, I you're did. my first guest to sing. <laughs> and I look horrible singing. I'm so sorry. I'm so horrible at it. Yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah, I, Riri is, is my girl. I love that she had the little chains. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm a little bit confused. There's, like, two things here. So, like, the pink, right, was a little confusing. I'm like, are you having a girl? Like, does that right. mean that ASAP was wearing blue? Blue. That's what I was going to say. I was like, then he's wearing blue. So, it's like, what, what, what are you guys doing there? But, like, the chains I thought were beautiful. But it was also in New York City, and it was freezing outside. Yeah, her poor belly must have been cold. And her belly was out. Yeah. Like, out, out. But she looks great. I she think. looks great. I, I'm very excited. I want, how do they take these pictures in private, outside? I don't know. 
Like, how does no one know? By the way, this baby is going to be so unbelievably gorgeous. Gorgeous. And if not the her eyeballs. Her like, eyes first are of all, so first of all, Rihanna is stunning. But yeah. Rocky is an incredibly handsome man. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, it's really good gonna, looking. I think the baby will be absolutely beautiful. And I, I also think the baby. Have you seen Cardi B's baby? Culture? Yes. I have seen her. She's she's also beautiful. She's adorable. No, but I'm saying, like, have you seen like what they do for her? Like she's got girl, a Birkin. I was she has a bedazzled Birkin. That kid's living my dream. I mean everyone's dream. And I'm looking and I'm like, what are these kids gonna look forward to? Because if you have a Birkin when you're like three, <laughs> like what, plane, Lamborghini. What's, like what's like where's the end point here? Like when you're like 30, like what it, what it, what impresses you? I wonder. My daddy bought me an island. I, I like I don't know. Like what is Car- what are Cardi B and Future gonna buy her? I mean everything. She has bez- like bedazzled necklaces, like diamonds on yeah. her neck. It's amazing. Like in- yeah, it's insanity. You know, I you're right. That is kind of like like how do we where do we go from here? Yeah. You get more like, Birkins, I guess. More, I mean, every, <laughs> every style, every color, every print, every skin. If I, like, you know, you're somewhere in life when you yeah. get on the, when you get on the list at Hermes for a Birkin. Oh, dream. Just anyone in the audience who wants to know the Birkin bag is the only ba- bag in the world that does not depreciate in value. Oh yeah. It got, it's from Hermes, which is H-E-R-M-E-S. It's French. It's Hermes. They don't say the H in French. You're welcome. Um, you have to get on a list to buy one and you have to have a proven shopping record with Hermes. Yes. So start now. Oh yeah. Apparently like, don't go in there and just be like, hi, can I have a Birkin? You can't. You can't. Like you act like they don't exist. You have to pretend like, like they almost have to offer it to you. Right. You know, if right. they even have one in the store, because not all stores have them. Right. And then it's like, whatever they have, like whatever they present to you mm-hmm. is what you're going to get. Because it's not like, oh, I want the black one with the gold or I want, no, no. Like it's whatever we have and you will buy it for the price that it is. Yep. The 25 G's. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Like it just... It just is. If you, if you could pick your Birkin color, what color would you pick? Oh, I don't know. I, you know what? I've had this because I've had this thought. God bless. I'm so happy you've had this thought. We are so on the same wavelength. I've had it knowing full well, but I will never have one. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I like in my mind, I'm like, would I do something so obnoxious, like something neon, like pink or yellow, like something like that's just like in your face. Cause it's a Birkin, right? Like, right want it to be like right and amazing or am I gonna do like black with like gold hardware because that's really like what I love I have my answer I even like you do yes you have a 100 I don't know I feel like I, I feel like I have born I have an answer and I will never stray <gasps> navy blue navy what mm-hmm. color hardware whatever they offer me prefer gold gold oh Navy and gold is delicious. You see, I feel like there's just, I mean, even the Hermes, like orange would be. No, it, it's all on. Un- oh, be stunning. But if I got to pick most of my wardrobe, um, leans toward blue and that color palette. So yeah. I would want something classic that would go with all my things. Oh, I would use it everywhere. I would also want the 
navy blue Burberry trench coat. So they would go together. Oh, I have a list of like luxury items that I may never own, but if I ever got the chance, like it's just a running list in my head. You're like, Paul, I know what I want. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to guess here, babe. I got you. When I worked this last round of COVID, I was saving my money to pay off my credit card in a chunk. Uh And at the, when I was going to pay my credit card, I thought I could afford a Chanel bag. Oh my God. And a little part of me was like, fuck my credit card. (laughs) You know what? I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I paid my credit card off, but I was like, at this point in my life as a bedside nurse, I can afford a Chanel bag. Yes. There's something fucking wrong with that. No, that's fantastic. No, it was pretty cool. But like, you know, like really, there's nothing like, you know, like everything else you can kind of like cut lines, like shoes and bags can like make or break your outfit. Really, I am a bag woman because my mother is a bag woman. If I ever have a daughter, she will be a bag woman. Yes. 100 times. Like, yeah. The bag womanness will go down in the generations. Yes. A Chanel bag just makes you walk different. Oh my God. It does. Do you know what color Chanel you would get? The black, the one my mom has, the oyster one, the black, black quilt. Yeah. She's got the, oh no, it's not oyster. It's the caviar. It doesn't scratch. Caviar. Yes. The caviar with uh, the oyster. That's when she's going to be like, shut up. (laughs) I'm like oyster. Okay. No, 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 no. Um, Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The caviar. Yes. Caviar. I feel like you, it's durable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what it's, it's anti-scratch. Yes. You can't mess it up. Yeah. The flat bag is like, it's, it's just the classic classic. That's, uh, and that for me is one of the reasons I would want the Navy Hermes because it, I want it to be classic and stay classic. Stay classic. And yeah. Navy is a very dark color. So if it like, God forbid, got scuffed, oh. God forbid, it would, you know, be less noticeable until Hermes took it back to fix it. Yes. By the way, for the audience, I don't know if any anyone has luxury bags or if you're interested, the company will replace broken, damaged hardware on your bag. Hermes does? Hermes does, Louis Vuitton does, Chanel will. Like you just need to take it to the store with like, your proof of um purchase. No, not purchase proof of um oh, of authenticity. Proof of authenticity, thank you. And they'll fix it. And sometimes they'll give you another bag. That would be amazing. Yeah. Like I have the um bag with the braided handle. If that braid ever came undone, I could take it to Louis Vuitton and they would fix it. Oh, that's beautiful. Lifetime guarantee people. Lifetime guarantee. Listen, they're all investments. I tell my husband it's an investment. It's an investment. It's an investment. I do have things on my list for Paul to buy me. And this year's our fifth year wedding anniversary. And I, I told him and I said, I'm not sugarcoating this anymore for you. I want diamonds. Oh. And he was like, okay. And I was like, I will send you some options. (laughs) I, I want diamonds. Look it up. Look it up, Paul. He, Number he's got good taste. He's got very good taste. He does have very good taste. Your engagement ring is beautiful. I picked that out, please. I sent him six pictures oh. of the same ring. That was you. <laughs> I sent him six pictures of the same ring. He goes, I get it. <laughs> I know what you want. I oh, got you. Too. Thank you very much. <laughs> but it's beautiful. He wouldn't take me ring shopping. That man, I made a smart man because he was like, I would go bankrupt if I took you in there. Oh, 100. Oh my God. Yeah, you might. You might. A little bigger. Listen, when this, when this podcast pops off, I'll get him a diamond encrusted Rolex, whatever the fuck, who cares? Oh, that would be fantastic. But when it does. Yes, it will. Okay. Thank you. Um, okay. 
our next, speaking of babies, our next story, Nick Cannon is expecting his eighth child with his fifth baby mama. I don't, I don't know that I have words for this. Have we not learned the phrase, don't be a fool, wrap your tool? I just don't understand, like, why? You know what I mean? Like, do, mm-hmm. you know what? Do all the sex you want. Do it. Do, do it all up. the sex. Do all the sex with all the women, right? I don't care. Do it. But like when you bring babies into the mix, like then it just gets so complicated. Like, and then he has, I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know if I missed this, like in nursing school, but I don't remember like twins. Is that like a, the woman's thing or the man's thing? But he makes twins. Like Mariah Carey has twins. Mm-hmm. Then one of the other baby mamas has twins. And I'm like, how are you just having all of these babies? Well, you, you would think after the 2021, when he welcomed five kids, like, and, and, and you hello like is this not obvious to you that like you sir are the reason these kids are coming into this world and and thankfully he's a he's a man of of you know entertainment and status and wealth and he can probably afford he's probably getting child support from mariah carey honestly so (laughs) so he's just giving it away this will not make him bankrupt but like at, at what point do you say Maybe I should keep it in my pants. Yeah. Or just, you know, like just put them on birth control or say, you know what? Like I wear a condom, wear a condom, like something, but like also like he does it so fast. Like, like he was more like his son just passed away. Right. He had a five month, he had a five month old son who had brain cancer and he passed away. Yes. And he was sitting there like mourning his son, knowing that he had a woman pregnant. He knew. I just, I, I, and like, not for nothing, but like, is Nick Cannon really spitting this much game? I don't know. He, I mean, listen, all the women I've, I've seen, I was like, wow, they're really pr- like pretty he's, women. He's I a good looking man. I get it. But like, but not that great. Like, what? Yeah, but not that great. yeah. He's hosting the masked singer, but not putting a mask on himself. That's what's happening. Oh my God. I'm telling you, I, I think I, I just, I don't know. I don't know how to feel. There's also a lot of boys. Like he's, he's fathered boys. And now the boys have this as an example. That's and an excellent I, point. you know what I mean? Like yeah. they need to, they're all going to grow up and be like, oh my, I have like all these step siblings and, and then how is he going to make time for all of them? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, how are you going to be a father to all these kids? How do you do it? Like I, I have one and I have like, it's, it's hard. Right. You know, you and and they're, they live in the same house as you. Yes. 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 Like, what are you going to do for Christmas? Like, oh my word. Fly around the country and visit all your children on Christmas. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to have them all at your house. Like, points. Mariah Carey's not going to his house. I can guarantee what? you that she's the queen of Christmas. People go to her. <laughs> she is the queen of Christmas. <laughs> is she going to be hosting all these baby mamas? She's like, not. You know what? That actually would be a very, that would be a very lovely thing for her to do is to ho- like baby mama Christmas. Baby mama Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that baby would be mama. lovely. And I'm sure her foyer could, you know, Comedy. hold all the trees and presents and, you know, baby mama gifts. That's oh, lovely. Yeah. You, know, that you know what, Mariah? That would be lovely of you. Is it going to happen? Probably not. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. I just... These are are very valid questions. Nick Cannon, we want answers. 
we want answers because I need to know what you're doing. What, where's your head at? And I don't mean the one in your pants because I know where that's at. We all know where that is. What I mean, it's not going to somebody everywhere. else anymore. Yeah, everywhere it can be. He's probably getting someone pregnant right now. Oh my God. Yeah. This is how he were Like he had four kids in one year, I think. Last yeah, year. Four or five. Four. Yeah. Four or five. Four or five. With four different women. With four different women. Man. Isn't that wild? Yes. But then also the woman, right? So like we're here and we're like Nick, right? But women know when they're ovulating, usually, not all. Okay. I can get behind that. Okay. All right. Right. And then like, if you know that this man is with you and you're going to have sex with him and you're going to let him like come inside of you. Oh shit. Like, you better know, like, if you're going to get pregnant, like, you're going to be one of, like, one, two, well, three, four, Well, five. that's just it. Like, it takes two people to make a baby. You're right. Yeah. So, but like, I, but I, don't, I don't think any of these women were, like, true relationships. No. But it's like, do you want to be one of five? No. It's embarrassing a little bit. Like, I would be embarrassed. I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm one of his baby mamas. Yeah, I'm baby mama number two. Oh. Six. Oh. Mariah Carey's like, <laughs> like number one like, on charts. she's like sweet sweet fantasy baby like <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you nick uh, nick and baby mamas this this makes tristan thompson look good and he looks like a piece of shit oh. <laughs> tristan he, why let me tell you tell chloe I, like i watch keeping up they are like my guilty pleasure i love it I think yeah. they're wonderful. I think they're so crazy. Like definitely like the fame and the money has gotten to them 100%. Right. But like, but like, I think Chloe has a good heart from what she shows. Mm-hmm. Like she's very genuine and very sweet. And she mm-hmm. just wants so badly to have a family and yeah. to have like that unit and like Tristan just shit all over her. Like more than once though. It's embarrassing. Like, it's embarrassing. like come on. What is it? Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yeah. Fool me three times, like, like murder. I don't know. Like, I yeah. Tristan, no. Tristan is out. But again, it is not. It's not unclear how babies are made. Oh no. And if and if casual sex is your goal, whether you're unfortunately he like cheated on Chloe and that you know there there's a whole another layer to that. But like if casual sex is your goal then don't people have conversations these days regarding like their own sexual health or practices? Yeah. 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 Is that what we've been taught? Like safe sex. And also like the health component too. Yes. Yeah. Without a condom with all these people. Like that's a lot. Like probably has herpes. Uh, (laughs) I will say though about Nick Cannon. Yeah. One thing. Cause we're comparing now I'm comparing him to Tristan and Tristan is a shit. Shit. Nick Cannon didn't step out on anybody. Nick Cannon is saying, I'm having a baby with this lady. I'm having a baby with this lady. I'm having two babies with this Correct. lady. Correct. Like, yes. I am the father. Right. I had sex with them. Like, this is what I did. I'm responsible. I'm owning up to this. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a good point. Person is like, that, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. Like, I'll take you to court. That wasn't my baby. Like, he, and now- offered, he offered the latest woman hush money. That's terrible. That's disgusting. You're right. Oh. They're not the same. They're not the same. They're not. So at least, you know what? Fine. You want to have all the kids? Fine. At least you are saying, you know what? This is my kid. That's a good I'm point. Of it. Like I, you know what? I'm going to step up to the plate. It's 
I, I don't even think they're mistakes at this point. I feel like he's just having kids with everybody. And he must have super sperm. He must just, they must just be on like jetpacks or something. 100%. He's like just baby, 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 baby. <laughs> yeah, do it once. I, oh my God. Yeah. So speaking of Chloe, did you oh. see what Lamar said? Oh no. Lamar says he misses Chloe so much. Lamar Odom is her, is her ex-husband. I know. But you know what? Miss her all you want. She doesn't miss you. She doesn't miss you. You were, sh- but you know what? I don't think that Lamar was sh- shitty to her. I think Lamar had an abuse and drug problem. A problem. Exactly. And- I think his problem is what made him shitty. And it was going to be a lifelong headache for her. So I'm happy that she was able to say, you know what? I'm done. But it, it was a lifelong headache because he would not seek help. He wouldn't. That if you watched Keeping Up, there was a series of episodes where Lamar went to the dentist. Yeah. And be, they blamed it on his candy, his candy, his candy. And they hid that shit well. Yes. Like Lamar is always eating all these sweets. He has all these cavities. It was dental caries. It's like he was doing drugs. Drugs. Big time. And he like I, it speaks so much of her. Like yeah. he was his eyeballs. Yeah. And like hookers, prostitutes, drugs. Brothels. Like brothel like up to his eyeballs and like all of it Mm -hmm. and she still took care of him yeah like chloe's a good person like she's like she's a stand-up girl and honestly i i'm very disappointed that these two men did this to her i'm disappointed that this is what like chloe does not deserve this she doesn't it's the one thing i think that's missing in her life and the one thing she's having the most trouble with right like she just can't seem to have like that that unit and now you know her daughter like now Tristan is kind of there forever because she has to deal with him with her kid he's an idiot like I've said this before in previous episodes I think when last time my mom was on Tristan on keeping up like he just looks like a doofus an idiot like she needs a smart maybe non-athlete yeah like who do we know in the business maybe the music industry that's like a good fucking person because that's for Chloe yes or even one of these like, like billionaires or millionaires that like isn't necessarily in the spotlight and just wants to love her and have a good life with her. Well, Courtney and Kim are now on like the skinny white boy train. Do we oh. think Chloe will go on this train as well? Is I she hopping she on the caboose? Would be kind of fun, right? Why not? I don't, the- I don't know. Chloe's tall. I don't know that I see a skinny white guy for her. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I agree. I feel like she does. She does well with with the with the basketball players like she yeah. needs some tall and like dude right but like, like like a rugged man yes yeah who do we know <laughs> i love you know what i love Jason that Momoa is single oh he's hot he's oh he's delicious he's a lot of man <laughs> yeah he is i feel like she could have her way with him for real and he her yes yeah. i'm a little surprised i love travis barker I think, yes. I think he's very sexy in his own, like, tattoo drummer, like... Musician vibe, yeah. Right? Like, he's, he's sexy. And I, I said that to Zany one day, and he was just like, you think he's sexy? And I'm like, yes. He's sexy. <laughs> like, it's he's his, very good looking. Yeah, it's and his air around him. It's his, like, rocker aura. Yes. So I understand, like, the appeal, but I'm a little surprised that she said yes to marrying him. 
are you kidding me? She's they love, their love they is so deep. Love, I feel like it's a lot of lust. Like now they've like settled, right? So she got the ring. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of like like deflated. Like when they first started dating, like her ass was on Insta and like in his hands, ass in hands, every picture making out. They went to some birthday party and she was like straddling him. Yeah. Their sexual chemistry was hot. Through the roof. Hot. Like the picture alone, I was like, oh my God, they're sexual. (laughs) Like their sex life changed my life somehow. Like, oh my God. Hundred. I was like, oh my God, like you could see it in the pictures, yes. like how like yes. hot they were for each other. And I, I was, I was there for it. I was like, do it. The minute he pulled out a ring, I was like, that ring is oh, absolutely fucking beautiful. Stunning. Oh stunning. It is podcast. <laughs> it's beautiful. I was like, this is. But nice. I, I do think they're a good match because I, 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 Courtney is never going to marry Scott because of the unnamed things that he never did probably get sober and fucking apologize. And I I secretly love Scott a little bit. I, I, Scott's my favorite Kardashian. I'll say that till I die. He's my favorite Kardashian. But I think Travis Barker came into her life as a romance because they were friends for a while. Yeah. At a good time because this is his third marriage. Yeah. This will be her first official marriage, but she was with Scott for 15 years ever He was with Eunice. You know, like Courtney's had relationships, but she was, she knew she would never say yes to somebody unless she really loved them. And she did. And she did. I'm happy for her. Me too. But this Pete Davidson, Kim shit is bullshit. I am confused. It's bullshit. I'm sorry. I have heard he's hung like a horse. I have heard that. That's what it is. Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale. Sale. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Is it Beckinsale? Beckinsale. Yeah. Yeah. She's... She's beautiful. Someone once told me I looked like her and I was like, I can die now. Oh, she's beautiful. beautiful. And I was like, I was like, listen, how Who was sale, Ariana Grande, Kaya yeah. Gerber, Kim, yeah. who, who, what, how, how, like I look at him and I'm like, he's funny. Fine. He's on funny. SNL. Fine. Funny and he's tall. But, and apparently he's got BDE. I mean, it has to be the best sex they've ever had because for these beautiful women to fall into that bed like this, like he is betting these women. Is he I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, how are you doing that? I don't get it. I don't get it. I think Kim is so hot. I think Kim is she so She looks hot. the best she's ever looked. She's delicious. And I was like, I don't know how you're with like they just clash like when you see them together don't look right all like balenciaga and like her gloves and her look and she's fucking nuts but and you see him with like his socks are up to almost his knees with like his sneakers he's a goof yeah and i like him i i i like pete davidson i liked him more with ariana grande than i do kim Oh, 100%. And I'm sorry, I can't get past the fact that she has four kids and he's 27. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's it's a really like it's a real wrench in the whatever that phrase is for me. He's 27. Yes. And she's what 41? Two. 42, and he's 27. And she has four kids. It's not the age thing. She has four kids. Do you really want to be a stepdad? How do you go from to Kanye's kids? Yes. How do you go from Kanye West? Didn't he say something about him having AIDS or something? Yes, and that is fucked up. That's fucked up. Kanye is ruthless. Kanye is 
pissed. Kanye's dating some influencer podcaster person named Julia Fox. I don't know. She's hot. She's not like, she doesn't look like him, but she's hot. Um, but Kanye basically shit all over Pete and was like, he's, you know, a piece of shit and he might have AIDS. That's oh, not funny. No, it's not funny. And it's, he is ruthless. He's like, I don't care, but you're fucking my wife and I'm, I'm not okay with it. I'm then not be a better man, Kanye. Don't live in Wyoming 10 months out of the year. Lose yeah. your fucking mental health and yeah. be an, an, an animal. Yeah. You, like he had her. Like Kim was his. Like she was obsessed with him. You got married in France. Oh, you have four a- kids together. Their kids are the most gorgeous kids I've ever seen. They're so beautiful. Oh my God. Yes. They're, they're beautiful. They really are. It's insane. No. I don't know. These girls are, I don't know. I, I don't know, know who we need for Chloe, but it's someone. We'll have to brainstorm. Yeah. I've been brainstorming for months. I don't, I don't know who we need for Chloe. It can't be another athlete, but the problem is that like all the big burly, you know, athletic men are athletes. Oh, you know, I really liked her with that James Harden. The mm. one with the beard, the Rockets guy. Oh Yeah. Yeah, he's nice. Mm-hmm. It was very quick, though. It was very quick. Yeah, I didn't like her with French Montana. That relationship was bullshit. That was weird. That was weird. And she called him French. I'm like, that's not his name. Yeah, no, Mm-mm. no. Was that wasn't what other stories are happening? Oh, um, speaking of marriage, yeah, Hailey Bieber will no longer do interviews about her and Justin Bieber's marriage. Which, okay. I feel like, fine, I can respect you and your privacy, <laughs> but, but I don't want to, <laughs> but I don't really want to, and when you marry a man whose name is Justin Bieber, like Justin you better, you better Bieber. believe, yeah. you better believe that we want to know, like, we well, know. like tell us something. Yeah. What she's saying is like the media likes to take blurbs of what I say and use them for clickbait, which I can get behind that. Fine. However, I feel like it's a really strong move to not want to discuss your marriage at all, which will lead to more speculation because unfortunately you're famous. You married someone who had a very famous relationship previous to you. Yeah. And people are going to speculate the entirety of your marriage, whether it's till death do you part or not. Yeah. And I believe that I believe that they are till death do they part. I like it. I, I feel like too. Sense, and I think that they're 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 doing well, and I'm happy for them. But I I just feel like I don't want you to keep it a secret. Just tell me what's going on. Tell, tell me everything. Like, was there going to be a baby baby Bieber? Like they said, she said that they might try in the next few years. Probably not this year. She wants to focus on like her. I don't know if she's has like a beauty a beauty line coming out or something. They all everyone have has a beauty line. I'm over it. I need like, a dermatologist to give me a beauty line. Like, don't, I don't need these celebrities to tell me what to do with my face. Like 100%. Right. I want to look like a glazed donut. I don't want to look like Haley Bieber. Yes. Yeah. So Haley, like, I get it. Love where you're coming from. Yes. Keep it a secret, but also tell us a little bit. And, and the media, like you need to stop like ruining well, it. The media is atrocious. They're horrible. Like they ruin it for everybody really. Cause they, they'll take a story and spin it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like, I think it happened to Ben Affleck where he was talking about Jennifer yeah. Gardner. Mm-hmm. Like I say that, you know, and then they have to go and defend themselves. Like, words were taken out of context. Yeah. Sucks. I do. I he, did, he, he did say something a little shitty. I mean, 
he said he was trapped in a marriage and the subtext of that is like the other person is trapping you yeah what he meant was i was an addict yes and i wasn't getting out of my addiction and my marriage was crumbling it was crumbling those are two very different things yeah i understand yeah i know i know you do i know you do um anything else whoopi goldberg had some horrible comments about the holocaust on the latest episode of the view which i don't want to repeat what she said because i think it's terrible did you hear what she said yes okay and the first thing that came to my my mind was whoopi you endangered girl (laughs) well okay i don't agree with cancel but if audience if you want to find out what she said please go to e-news um has an article about it uh the new york post also has an article about it i don't want to repeat these words any further but she essentially in so many words that should never have been said said that the Holocaust was not about race. Right. And I don't think it's wise of anyone of any color, gender, economic background, social background to discuss what the Holocaust was, unless you are an expert. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I, and she has been officially suspended by ABC for two weeks. Two weeks. I don't think that's long enough. I'm hoping, you know, so cancel culture to me is very interesting. I don't really believe in it. And I don't, I don't hope that Whoopi gets canceled. That's not, cause we don't believe in that a third two pod. And I don't, I don't believe in it as a person. Mm-mm. However, I think, and again, I'm a white person, so this is my perspective, but as a, as a person who is a black person on a show on a national network that often talks about race, mm-hmm. I think it's probably in her comfort zone to feel that she can delineate what's about race and what isn't right which isn't right that's not right but i'm you know again that's my personal perspective but this is the fucking holocaust yeah i feel like you don't fuck with that i don't want and and you shouldn't and you shouldn't want to reduce it to anything you need we need to make this bigger the education the holocaust needs to be resounding yes people should know what happened again right like history will repeat itself if people are not educated right and i don't i i think that she fell into wokeism what race being like a color thing Uh right like white and black right like people when they think of race it's like white and black but there's so many layers there and i looked up i was like what is race like what is it Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and i think in the beginning they were saying that race was um people that spoke the same language in the beginning and then it was like people that were like kind of from like the same area right you know and then now it's more like physical now it's your physical color physical color so i think for her it was like it was like white people and white people you know for i think that's what she was thinking and that's why in the moment she wasn't like this wasn't about race right because everyone's like black and white Black and white, black and white. Black and that, and that's so supercharged in our media right now, in our society. Yeah. So I don't, I, I definitely don't think that there was any malice in there. It didn't strike me as her trying to be like a shit and like, you know, but I, she definitely needed to like, just like kind of 
think, because this is a very sensitive topic as many things are now. Like a lot of people are very sensitive about a lot of things. Sure. And so it is definitely something like make sure you educate yourself. You know what you're talking about before you say it. Like, I, yeah, it was definitely not the right thing to say. And, and I, I, I felt like, so I knew a Holocaust survivor. Right. When oh I my God, I've had them as patients, but you have like yes. Yes, I, I, I was close to a Holocaust survivor in, in high school. My mm-hmm. um, geography and Holocaust studies teacher spent a lot of time in Israel, spent a lot of time with this person. Her name is Bronia. She has since passed. But mm-hmm. to have a person of, you know, entertainment standing, in other words, belittle an event mm-hmm. of this, ma- of, of the most magnitude, magnitude yeah. is so crazy fucking crazy. crazy. And, and I, and I realized that my education on the Holocaust is different than what people are currently learning. I think I have heard that people are currently learning a downplayed version of the Holocaust. That's horrible. To make sure that, that, like, that they're not learning a systematic extermination of a whole people, oh my God. which is like so fucking mind blowing. It really is so mind blowing. And, and then there's all these, you know, in current society, people like to use words like Nazi and they talk about what Hitler was, but they're not, they're not learning the right things. Right. And this is an unfortunate example of that. Like her, her personal opinion of the Holocaust, which no one should have an opinion of the Holocaust. You should just learn the right. facts. And it just is what it is. Yes. It, it just, it, I'm, I'm floored personally. Yeah. She should have been more careful. She should have definitely. And this should not have been a conversation. And a few no. days ago it was Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yes, it was. So you say these things on, on the Remembrance Day of, of, the yeah. day Auschwitz was liberated? Oh. That's insane. Like my my husband is ethnically Jewish. He had relatives genetically who were killed in gas chambers. Oh. He didn't know them, but I can see it on his family tree. People are wiped out. Right. It just literally affects my family, not on obviously a personal level, but like I'm, you know, I'm a white oh, Irish Catholic American person and this affected my family. 100%. Oh it's my insane. God. It really is. It really it's is. Crazy. It's and I, I hope she learned. She says that she learned from her mistake, and I hope so. And I, I'm glad that they I, did. I hope so. I hope they so. They silenced her for like two weeks. They're like, you know what? Go think about it. Like, do some reflecting. Go speak to survivors. Out. Go to the Holocaust Museum. Go to whomever can educate you better. Sure. Educate yourself because this is a big thing. And I remember going to the Holocaust Museum when I was little. Yeah. We went to, it was in St. Pete, right? I believe we went mm-hmm. to St. Pete. Mm-hmm. And it was like a whole thing. We went in buses. We were, I don't remember, middle school, maybe even high school, middle school, high school. And I remember we went and we saw the pictures and videos and uh, like, you, I think they even had like a cart like that, like transported them. It was, it was horrible. And I remember right. thinking, this is such a big, big deal. It's such right. a big deal. And I hope, I hope that I can like teach my, my children, Mm -hmm. you know, listen, like these things happen and there's a way to prevent all of this stuff. And, you know, like there's just so much teaching that can come from something so horrific. Yes. The fact that they want to dull it down, that they even want to like hide it, you know, history happened and we need to, we need to learn from it and move on from it and be better, be better than it. And yeah, no, I agree. I think, I think she, she fucked up. I'm, and I'm hoping and, and I hate the phrase, do the work. I think that's such a blanket, toxic statement because that's coming from someone who's like, you need to be better, do the work. Okay, what work? What yeah. work do you want me to do? How can I improve? Like those follow-up questions are never asked. It's just like, do the work, do better. I hate that. 
But yeah. I hope she does improve her knowledge base of this horrible situation. Yeah, I do. I, I agree with you. I do hate the phrase do the work. It's so irritating. Do the work. You know, because <laughs> there's, because there's no, it's not helpful. No. It's not helpful. Yeah. Like me no. telling Whoopi Goldberg, do the work. Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But if I, if I go to her and said, these are resources for you, this is where you can go to learn. This is who I knew who would reach out to you. You know, like that's helpful. There's like museums dedicated to this. Right. There's like books, like right. literature everywhere about this. And like, de- and there are definitely still survivors out there that can 100%. tell you what happened. 100%. Like I had them as patients and you can see the stamp on their arms. Like I've seen the number mm-hmm. because they stop having names. Like they had numbers right. and I like, they wear it and they, and they say, you know what, this is part of, of my history and I survived it. And it was, mm-hmm. and it's still to this day, these people cry because it was such a horrible thing. And no, right. absolutely. Yep. They have, people need to know. Yes. Yes, yeah. they do. I agree with they you. Do. I'm interested to see what happens. I will follow up with everyone when she is yeah. back from her leave and maybe back. fire her. I don't know. It's within their rights to fire her. I guess so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't obviously She's I don't know for a long time. I don't, you know. Yeah. I don't know if they will, but definitely they gave her a solid two weeks to think about it. And let's hope that she comes back. And she lives in New York. There are many, many oh. resources to learn about the Holocaust, the Jewish faith, World War II in general, like yes, uh, an abundance of resources that probably aren't, are not available in other parts of the country. She's also Whoopi Goldberg. So she could probably just make a phone call. And have people like right. her door that right. can like, right. you are a you are a person of status. Like, please use your status for good. Do it. And she she has apologized. She apologized before she was placed on leave. Okay. So okay. But we'll we'll see. Um. All right. Let's make things a little lighter. Uh-huh. But that's my spiel. On the, I don't know what other trending really topics are. Tom Brady retired. That was a big thing. He made so much money in his twenty two years. Oh my God. So yes, it was 450 million or something ridiculous like that. He'll only continue to make more money. <sighs> and his, um, his TB12 brand and his other things. And he'll be a spokesperson for, I don't know, like name a brand like oh. nationwide insurance Every, or every subway. I don't like, he's, oh, he is a, he is a subway person. Oh. Isn't, he, isn't he a subway person? He might be. I don't eat there. They don't have gluten-free bread. I think he might all, be, actually. All subways smell like gas station bathrooms. Tell me I'm wrong. They have a smell. <laughs> You're right. All of them smell the same. I just don't know what it is. It's the I'm prepackaged just... meats. Yes. And like also, the bread. Yeah. And you asked me about my vegetarian journey. Yes. So my um, cholesterol is high. Okay. I'm, I'm taking a break from meats. I'm still eating fish. My cholesterol's high. My liver numbers, the last time I got my labs drawn, were a little of concern. Okay. And my endocrinologist told me that I needed to decrease inflammation. And one of the ways to do that is to, you know, not eat a lot of animal products. So he told me to go plant-based. And I think there's like a lot of science in like how beans, like while they can be inflammatory or also anti-inflammatory, I'm not sure of the science. Mm-mm-mm. But I, it's been about two weeks. Okay. How do you feel? I feel really good. Um, my eczema is improving. Oh. Which 
God. I have eczema on my hands and my feet for the audience who doesn't know. And that's looking better. It's feeling better. That's I don't awesome. feel any like drastically different. Like I, I'm still eating fish. I'm getting a good amount of protein. Oh my God. Paul last night, I made dinner, his responsibility. He doesn't cook. The audience knows he doesn't cook. <laughs> so he, he often gets like pre-packaged things from like Whole Foods or like a local market here, which that's right. fine. As long as right. he provides me food, that's fine. Right. He was at the count, the fish counter. He's like, well, do you want a tuna steak for dinners? Sure. Like one of those like, um, like seared tuna steaks. Oh, delish. Yeah. Typically he gets, I taught him to make a meal like protein, starch, vegetable. Yeah. Usually he will get like a pre-prepared salad or like whatever. Okay. He literally only got me a tuna steak. <laughs> He's so cute. Like oh. I get home and I'm like, what's for dinner? He's like, I got you that tuna. Yeah. I was like, that's it. He's like, that's yeah. I was like, yeah. <laughs> where's the rest of it? Oh my. The tuna <laughs> steak was the size of my head. First of all, like, oh my God. He was like, you need two pounds of it. That's it. It was, very, it was delicious. I, had to, I, I was like, we get nothing else for dinner. Like a little bit of something. Like oh, I made so some rolls. So I had like, you know, something else. But I was like, man, this is one of those days I wish you cooked. He's adorable. But yeah, oh. it's, 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 I'm, I'm fine. Like I like a lot of vegetarian things like falafel and like hummus. Yeah. Do I, do I don't eat tofu because I can't have a lot of soy. Oh, the soy. Mm-hmm. but they make tofu out of a lot of other things, which I guess it's not tofu. Okay. Some places have chickpea tofu. Some places have pea tofu. Like oh. it's like genetically modified and doctored, which I don't really care, but right. I'm genetically modified. So I don't care about eating genetically modified things. Danny <laughs> says sometimes it's good. Yeah. Yeah. He's like some genetic, like I guess watermelon is genetically modified. And then like grape tomatoes or cherry tomatoes. One of those, whatever. Like, I mean, listen, as I don't as know as what's in a pumpkin spice latte and I still drink of those. So exactly. What Thank the you. fuck is in that sauce? Who knows, but it's delightful. It's delightful. <laughs> delightful. Give, give me all the GMO. It sparks it. joy. So we're going to Oh my God. That is yeah. Oh my God. But it's, also, it's, it's good. Yeah, no, I like that for you. I'm very happy that you are finding something that's making you happy and that you're like kind of taking care of what needs to happen. Thank you. Health and it's hard to make those changes. I the most difficult thing I'm finding right now is like ideas for meals. Oh, really? Because like I buy the Bonza chickpea pasta, which is a freaking game changer. It's so high in fiber, it's low glycemic yeah. and high in protein. It's very good. Shout yeah. out to them. I'm gonna email them for a brand pitch. Yeah. Anyway, I eat a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I eat a lot of that. Um, but I can make like shrimp stir fry. But I'm running into things like, will Paul eat this too? Or like, will he still be hungry because there's no meat in this? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But like, I'm not a short order cook, so what I cook, he eats. Exactly. I made a vegetarian chili. I made it with like three kinds of beans and sweet potato. Oh, that sounds good. It was good. He had it for dinner and then he ate it for lunch the next day. Oh, oh my. So I'm happy that he's supportive though, Kate. Do you know that if I told my husband I'm going to be a vegetarian he would be like, the fuck you are. <laughs> well, like, I also, I led with like, look, my, like my labs aren't great. I, I, I think for the health reason, I think then that's, he's just being supportive. Cause he knows, okay. My, Cause my is- cholesterol, like my family produces cholesterol. Like it's going out of style. So like, I'm not going to beat my genetics. You know, Same. I say this on a few nurse nuggets, like you can't beat your genetics, but like I can 
change what I'm consuming. A hundred percent. Can I tell you that I don't know how it happened, but like, like even my nephew who's 26 has high cholesterol. Like mm-hmm. he's had it since he's like 20. Like even right. I want to say like 18, he's had high cholesterol for a long time. My niece, my sister, my father had quintuple bypass mm-hmm. in April. Mm-hmm. Like cholesterol is like a thing right. and somehow, and I'm going to knock on wood wherever it is because I have gotten my labs done and I'm kind of clear of this. And I'm like, that's I great. Know, I, don't know, I love cheese. I love all of the good, delicious food. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how this is keeping up, but it is. But I was telling, saying the same thing. I was like, you know, we're getting older. Like maybe we should just be more like mindful of what we put into our bodies. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want some McDonald's. <laughs> He's a doctor. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I would like a, 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 a quarter pounder with cheese, please. I'm oh, like, oh. You know what also... What I have found interesting, and I talked about this in the last episode, I don't know if you've listened to it yet. Our generation was so underserved with like diet culture, gym culture, our relationships with food, all of that. And I have thought to myself in this last few weeks, like I can hear those things in my mind, like as I'm choosing what to eat. Right. Because there's like, oh, is this too high in carb? Is this too high in fat? Is this having like, and like, I don't want to care, but that's how we were taught to structure our meals and like pick our food. Right. And it's so deranged. It is. So now I really don't care. Like I had pasta three days in a row. I don't care. Yeah. I feel like a little bit of everything, everything in moderation. Right. Pasta It's not like you're having like, you know, like chickpea pasta is good. And I, you know, everything in moderation and just listen, I'm not going to sit here and diet and be like, I'm not going to have this. I'm not going to have this. Cause that's impossible. Right. I love food. I see food. I eat it. You're Colombian. I- food is your culture. Yes. I'm Italian. Yes. Food is my culture. Oh my God. You have the best. Cul- I feel like I went to Italy and it was like <laughs> the most magical place for food. Honestly, like I'm obsessed with everything Italian, but yes. And Colombian food is very rich and savory and fried and, but you know, like if you do it once in a while, it's okay. Why it's not? Okay. Yeah. And I, I have heard of this concept, like intuitive eating, which like is basically like, if you're hungry, you're hungry. And if you want to eat something, eat it. Right. You know, keeping in mind like moderation and like whatever. And like, again, I just think that our generation did not have great examples. And it's like, we're, I personally would have a hard time digging myself out of that hole. Right. You know? Because I've tried it. I've been on every diet. I've tried every, every food, you know, whatever, not exactly for weight loss throughout my life, but just in general, like I, if there's a diet out there, I've probably done it. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? But you're really good at keeping to it too. You have willpower. I don't actually. (laughs) Yes, you do. I've seen you, Kate. You're like, no, I can't eat this. I can't like you, you like kind of stick to it. And I'm like, oh my God, you're doing really good. I feel like you do that. Thank you. My, my manager who brought around a bag of candy the other day would disagree with you. Oh, she was like, oh, I was like, Ooh, candy. She's I like, would like all of it. Like, I know you love chocolate. I'm like, literally it's my guilty chocolate. pleasure. Yeah. Oh, chocolate. chocolate. I just I die for chocolate. So good. Do you have a favorite, favorite food? Like if you had to eat one food every day and never get sick of it, do you have a favorite food? it's a toss up. Okay. And it's, it's not like, I, I'm not talking about healthy food, just like, in no, general. no, of course not. No one's going to choose kale. I love chicken wings and blue cheese. You do love chicken wings. <laughs> I love, and I love pizza. I love pizza. Mm-hmm. I love 
pizza, any pizza. People are like, oh my God, New York pizza. I mean, well, no, of course. But like, even if it's doughy, I like pizza. Like give me a Sicilian slice with all the cheese and the the sauce and the dough. And oh, so good. Like I could eat those two things forever. Forever. Yeah. I I really enjoy. Mm -hmm. And and chocolate, of course. Oh, cheese. Anything with cheese. 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 Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, chicken wings and blue cheese are probably, it's probably my favorite thing. Yeah. Do you have, what's your fave? Well, my, that tater hater thing. The potato, oh, potatoes. At, uh, Daily Eats, the tater tots, cheese, bacon bits, onions, oh. tomatoes, jalapenos. Oh my God, yum. That was one of my cravings when I was pregnant. That's why I had a tater tot bar at my wedding. Yes. Yeah. And then I, I, I do love, if I could eat it. Yeah. My mom's lasagna. Like. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like barring all my- Oh, to make it for me. Okay. I'll make it for you. I know how to make it. Oh my God. You make me that lasagna and get your ass over here. (laughs) I'm going to love every second of that. Go to the kitchen. (laughs) Oh, get in the kitchen, woman. Cooking my lasagna. That sounds heavenly. Yeah. I I do. I love food. Oh my God. I've always said if I had a private chef and a minder, I'd be so thin. Oh my goodness. Like someone that smack food out of my hand and tell me to get on a treadmill. There you go. Yes. I have no problem. But then I would be paying a lot of money for people. Yeah, I don't want to make the salad. Like if you, <laughs> I will eat it. But don't tell me to make a salad because I just, I just, I can't. We made the green goddess salad that's on TikTok. Uh-huh. Did you? Have you made it? No. Oh my God, it's delicious. Is it? Yes. Okay, fine. Send it to me and I'll, I'll see. Send it to you and I'll post it to the, to the Instagram for audience for the, it's for the um, diced cabbage diced cucumber diced chives the dressing is mm-hmm. like olive oil salt pepper cloves of garlic shallot basil nutritional yeast and spinach it tastes like a pesto-y like delicious like oh, salty okay. and you that eat really it good. with chips oh my god i'm about that life no i'm about a salad with chips tiktok is about salad and chips i like, don't have tiktok dipping sal- dipping your chip in your salad Oh my God. That sounds amazing. It has revamped how I eat a salad. I don't, I don't have TikTok because I don't think I can handle it. There is a dark side of TikTok, but I stay on like the recipe trending dances, like proposal side of TikTok. I don't go to like the dark side. I feel like I can spend hours on Instagram alone and it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. And well, no, now it's like a little bit of TikTok. And reels too. and shit. Yeah. 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 But like TikTok, I don't know if I could handle TikTok. I feel like I would just, I would never get off of my phone. So I, I told myself that I'm not going to put it on my phone and just let people send me stuff. You're better than me. So you send me all of the TikTok. I'll send you it. Yeah. All, all of the good stuff. Oh my God. I love you. I, miss I love you. you. I'm so glad you came on the pod today. I'm so happy. This was the most fun. And Isn't I want to do it. <laughs> It is so much fun. I love that you're doing it. It's making me very happy for you. It's wild. I have, as of this week, 1,135 listens. Oh, my God. Yes. Congratulations. That's big. People care what I say, which is bizarre. I care about what you say because you're funny as hell. (laughs) Thank you. Every conversation I've ever had with you, I walk away feeling good because I'm like, this is my case. Oh, my God. That's so nice. I I don't think I've ever had a conversation with you where I was like, oh. (laughs) <laughs> like never. Oh no, you, you've always been just my little my little sunshine that I love. We haven't about. talked about the right things. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean maybe that. No, no. I feel like I I feel like I love you. I love you and you're the best. I love you too. I'm so glad you're here. 
I'm excited and I want to do it again. Of course. And um, happy Lunar New Year. Oh, Gong Si Fa Choi. Yes. Oh, what? What is that? <laughs> oh, shit. I live in Singapore. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Gong Si Fa Choi is Happy New Year in Mandarin. You see? Beautiful. So, Happy New Year. And I, I know You're it's the tiger. The, the water tiger, right? Ooh. It's called the water tiger. I'm into that. That's yeah, like, no, it's so cool. That's some like Sasha Fierce energy. Let me tell you something. This, like the, I was reading up on it just a little bit. They have mm-hmm. like full traditions. It's like 15 days. Yes. First day you can't cut your hair or like wash it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, I never do. <laughs> I mean, I would be perfect in this. I, I could celebrate this for the whole 15 days. I'm telling you. Um, yeah, no, they have like all these traditions that are super nice and it's very intricate all with like your birth year your birthday like if you're like a like a pig or a rooster or you know like there's a whole like some things don't match with others and it's really interesting yeah I think I was born the year of the horse oh I was I'm a pig you are (laughs) Sadie's a pig I'm a pig and Sai is a pig are you 83 83 Paul's a pig that makes sense yeah I'm <laughs> just kidding. All a bunch of freaking pigs. One of my siblings is the year of the dog, and my other brother is the year of the rat, I think. Oh. But it all means something. It doesn't mean like you're a rat or you're a pig or you're a dog. It means of like, it's like spiritual. It's like a whole thing. Yes. No, it's like a big thing. And a lot of them have really good things. That you know what song just popped into my head, and it's probably like not culturally appropriate? What? The one from Mulan, which is like, ancestors, hear my plea. Have you ever heard that song? Oh, I love it. <laughs> She's, that's like, what, she's that's begging them for help. And then Mushu shows up. Mulan's a fucking good movie. I'm, I need to watch that today. The, re, the live action remake, the live action remake is beautiful. I haven't seen it. Oh my God. It's really, it. really like visually stunning. There's oh. no, there's no singing in it. There's no, Mushu is not a character. The little oh. dragon guy, there's no oh. singing, but like the story and how they, how they connect it's it's beautiful oh i love that okay so i have to make sure to watch it's really it's really pretty it's on disney plus you can use my login oh my i love you no i have your hbo i have a disney plus (laughs) i'm gonna have to get a login for you because lauren's husband's my is a physician she still uses my hbo max login (laughs) but you know why because he is that he like doesn't believe in people digging into your pockets every month he's like i don't understand he's like we're gonna have ten dollars here and five dollars here and he's like it all adds up and i'm like can I just have, I just want to watch my Sarah Jessica Parker and my girls. Like, just let me do it. God, that show is so awful. It is. I just watched the first one. I didn't even awful. keep going because it went big. I don't know if other people the know. Audience knows. The that. audience knows. Big died and I just, I couldn't take it. So I haven't, I haven't even kept watching, but I'm going to. I'm going to keep watching and then we're going to talk about it. Okay. The, there's two episodes left in the season. So once the season is over, when you come back on the show, we can talk about it. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Do you have to go pick up your, your girl? Go pick up my baby. She is. Thank you so much for coming on the pod today. Thank you for having me. You are, like I say, a ray of sunshine and I miss you. You are a ray of sunshine. I miss you also. We will get together. We don't live too far. No, we really don't. Like there's no reason why we can't hang out all the time. Well, you have obligations. I have, we, you know, everyone has, everyone has shit. Yes, but we'll do it. We'll make time for some campaign. Everyone's fatigued and everyone has shit. (laughs) We'll do some sort of like charcuterie and, 
and sham. You know what? The next time we see each other in person, we're going to go to a Colombian place to get coffee. Okay, let's do it. We're going to get you some, we're going to get you some Colombian beans. I'm excited. Okay. I'm going to let you do this for me. Okay. Perfect. I love you. Love you. I love you. Bye. Say hi to Paul. I will. Say hi to Sadie and Saya. Oh, I will. Bye, baby. Thank you so much, Lauren, for coming on the show today. And that's it, you guys. That's the 32 pod for this week. Um, thank you for listening. I, again, am so flabbergasted that you're still here with me on this ride to become a pop podcast star. I almost said pop star, <laughs> which I do sing. And I hit, an, I hit a different octave today. So you're welcome. You're welcome for that. Um, but yeah, just on the road to greatness, as they say. Thank you so much for listening to the 32 podcast, a podcast with James to make you happy and smile and while we spill the tea. That is it for me today. Please leave a five-star review on Spotify, Apple, or Google. Please comment or review if you feel like I can improve or do better. If you just want to know, if you want me to know how much you love me, follow me on Instagram, TikTok, email me at 32pod at gmail.com. If you want to be on the show, please let me know. If you have suggestions or ideas for the show, also please let me know. If you want to sponsor the show, hit me up, let me know. And that's it for me. I will see you next week. Remember, it's never too rude to have 32. Bye.